0: Hey guys, it's Heather. I am currently in Seattle, uh, vacationing far away from lovely Los Angeles, California. Uh, But I am able to bring you a fun episode that we recorded here last night in Seattle. I'm visiting some friends. So here on the podcast, you're going to hear me speak to uh, two bearded young men who are very lovely. Uh, Aaron, who was previously on the podcast around Christmas time, and Jesse, who is my best friend's boyfriend, and he's very interesting. He's a doctor. You guys are going to love him. Uh, But just to let you know some of my upcoming dates, uh, tomorrow night in Seattle, I'm going to be at the Magic Hat at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Rendezvous. And then at 8 o'clock p.m. I'm going to be at Comedy Crater at the Blue Moon Tavern. I will be headlining that show, closing it out with uh, 20 minutes of premium stand-up comedy that I developed both in Los Angeles and on the road throughout the United States. Well, guys, guess what? Um, I also have a main event roast battle coming up on May 29th at the world famous comedy store. I will be battling Rena hundred in a five joke main event. So that should be fun also. And what else do I have coming up? Um, let's see. Uh, May 3rd, I will be at Time Warp Records at 10 o'clock p.m. on some sort of show that John Davenport asked me to be on. I don't really know what the show is, but I'm going to be there with him. Okay, so I guess that's it. Uh, Follow the podcast at Unruly Podcast on Twitter. Follow me at Fixed Air Heather on Instagram and Twitter as well. And enjoy the podcast. This is, it's me, it's Heather. If you listen to this podcast, you know who I am because I'm on it every episode. Why do I even need to explain this to you? Anywho, I'm having a leisurely weekend in the Pacific Northwest. Listen, I don't mean to brag about my lifestyle, but this is just the type of lifestyle that I can afford working at a law firm and pursuing stand-up comedy at the same time. Yes, I made money doing stand-up comedy last night. $30. Can you believe it? Wow, it's just raining money. (laughs) But anywho, I have uh, two very special guests with me this evening. And uh, we did go to a very nice seafood dinner at a restaurant uh, called Ivar's. I highly recommend it. And I did partake in a surf and turf. So shout out to Amy Silverberg because I was thinking of her when I ordered the surf and turf. Okay, she knows who she is and she knows she's loved. Friend of the podcast. So anywho, uh, to my left, I have... Uh, A a young man who, I mean, this guy, he's very interesting. I just met him yesterday and he, he is uh, dating my best friend who I've known a very long time. Let's see. 10th grade. Anyway, (laughs) what? 12 years. 12 years no it's longer than that cuz i'm you know i'm you know listen there's a recurring bit on this podcast where i don't reveal my age uh as a woman who is um 23 years old um it it's difficult in this business you know no i'm not 23 i'm 31 years old and no we've known each other 16 years 16 years so um yeah say hello to um we can say your first name right yes <laughs> His name's Jesse. Hi, Jesse. How are you? I'm well. Okay. Uh, We'll come back to you in a second. And then uh, to my right, you know, I have another... And let me just say, Jesse has a great full beard, okay? And so does this other man. So I'm I'm sitting in between... Two bearded men. If you've ever seen the classic Zach Galifianakis show, Between Two Ferns, it's exactly like that, except I'm sitting in between two bearded men. So to my right, I have Aaron, who was a guest on a previous episode of the podcast, which uh, was put up around Christmas time. So say hi to Aaron, my my best friend's uh, older brother. Hello. Hi. Okay, and and we had a we had a lovely day today, guys. Right? Let's talk about that. Let's you know, casually. It kind of rained like the whole day. It did rain. Are you mm. not used to rain?
1: No, not really. <laughs> it's not been kind of dreary. I I wish that it had been. I nicer. can totally
0: see why people are depressed up here. Can you?
1: Oh, absolutely. There's no sun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no vitamin D. Do you feel... What do you think about that, Aaron?
2: Yeah, it's (laughs) kind of true. That's a... Yeah.
0: Well, because you and I, we grew up in Colorado.
2: Oh, there's no no comparison. There's like... The uh,
0: weather in Colorado... I mean, it's 300 plus days of sun in Colorado. Even though it rains on occasion. But, you know, it gets dreary sometimes in the winter. But it's still sunny i feel know? like this
1: is like small talk on a first date we're where gonna you talk about <laughs> weather
0: no i know but we're leading into the big stuff i like that you're i like that you're going there and that you're you're thank you i'm nervous <laughs> why are you nervous i don't know uh, jesse is a doctor by the way guys isn't that insane no it's not but <laughs> it's very interesting because i don't have any sort of professional degree you know So what's that like making good life decisions? (laughs) Can you tell the audience?
1: Uh, I feel like my life has been stunted for 15 years while I've been training.
0: Oh, from being in college for 15 years, basically. Well, there
1: was college for four years and then medical school for four years. And now I'm in my fifth year of residency.
0: Right. And what is, wait, what is your specialization? Surgery. But what type?
1: Like blood vessels and stuff.
0: Mm, That sounds delicate.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I know how to sew really well.
0: You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Aaron, what do you do for a living? We know what... We talked about it a little previously. You can't say too much, right?
2: Yeah, I work for Blamazon.
0: <laughs> he writes for... Yeah, he works for a company that rhymes with Blamazon. And... We'll leave it at that. I mean, what do you can, can, you can't hint at anything that you're working on? Not really. Not really.
2: Yeah. I mean I still Stop being nervous.
0: Oh. Put that to your <laughs> There you go. Put it out. Nobody's listening right now.
1: I've heard of Blamazon. It's yeah. run by that Cheezos guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rhymes with Cheezos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First name rhymes with Zeph. Zeph Jesus
1: <laughs> so, No But let So can, Isn't him Isn't he starting Like some Medical insurance Situation Right You probably can't Talk about that you I don't really You know, know
2: I haven't heard A lot about it But probably Like he's gonna Take over everything I'm sure yeah. soon
1: So it's like him Bill Gates And that other guy Who's the other guy
0: Who's the other guy Oh Tim Cook
1: Nope The other super rich guy Sounds like he sings <laughs> <Sean> Margaritaville
0: <Musk? laughs> sounds like he sings margaritaville. who's the guy that
1: sings margaritaville
0: jimmy buffett yes oh uh, warren buffett warren
1: buffett <laughs> but that's it what that's is, he, what is he I, I made it there so right. warren buffett jeff bezos and bill gates are the three people that are um they're gonna like save the medical they're insurance gonna start world, a musical right? supergroup. have you not seen that thing <laughs> that's what they're doing i always know i It's like a big deal thing that's happening for real right now. I don't know about
0: that. I haven't heard about that. All I know Mm. is just I read today that um, uh, Blamazon has started this new thing where they'll deliver your package directly to your car and like leave it in your trunk. Isn't that weird? Mm. Why do they need to do that?
1: Well, I, I think it's reasonable. Like if you live in a place where you're not sure if you want something to be delivered to your house and left out in front of your house... Probably more secure to have. Oh, I live. Everybody
0: knows um, from the podcast. I do live in a luxurious studio apartment in South Los Angeles, California, in a very uh, questionable area of town, and I do not (laughs) need people coming to my door. You know, except the LAPD. They've been (laughs) there several times, so you know. I just want to say we're we are currently in a very lovely house in an idyllic, uh, woodsy setting, which I enjoy. Do you like that?
1: I do. We're also sitting on a white leather couch. Mm. No pun Except intended. Me. <laughs> do you like? So, Aaron,
0: how long have you lived here? Uh, now, like almost two years, something like that. In this house? Yeah. Mm, do you like it? Uh,
2: yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's something. It's nice to own a home, to have a yard.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that's like. I'm impoverished. Um, So if you could just like stop bragging. Can we comment
1: on the fact that you say it's nice to own a yard, but you haven't mowed the backyard in like at least a year.
0: Shots fired. I like it wild.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's like, that's, well, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful. There is something very manly about having a backyard.
0: Are you friendly with your neighbors? Like what's going on in this neighborhood?
1: Well, I actually like that I am. Like, I,
2: uh, yeah, I, I actually, I walked the entire row because I was trying to, like, get somebody to split internet bill with me. Okay. I was <laughs> like still, like, doing college thinking, you know? And everyone was, like, first, they were, like, get out of here. Like, I was like,
1: whoa.
3: Yeah.
2: So I went down the street and I like met the cop who's been here for like 40 years. A cop. Yeah. Okay. There's my like awesome hippie neighbor, Gary. He was like, Oh my God, a man. He's like, you have no idea how rare it is to see people come up and knock on your door and say hello anymore. That's
0: interesting. I think that people in the Pacific Northwest, I've only been here. This is only my second time in the Seattle area. But I've noticed people don't really like want to look even the eye. Like, what is that about?
2: I swear, I, I think I do. I think it's a sun thing. I think we're little solar panels, and if we don't get it, we're just like depressed. Like that's why people in like Colorado, like they're just like,
0: yay, let's go hiking. <laughs> yeah, well, in Colorado, I feel like you know you just walk around and, and smile at people. Don't you? Don't you think? That's like a normal commonplace thing. I mean,
2: that's like all they're there for. That's like what they come for.
0: But then I don't think your theory is correct because, yes, I do live in Los Angeles, like I've said, not bragging. And (laughs) it's so sunny there all the time. But like people aren't super friendly there. You know, nobody's like saying hi to each other on the street that much.
2: It's pretty jam-packed, though, right? But
0: also, it is. But I think, you know, the fact that you spend so much time in your car there Mm. means that you don't get any, any like, real human interaction. And it's very, like, isolating as a city and depressing. Like, I cry in my car every day.
2: Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good time (laughs) at all.
0: I'm depressed, so. What's your opinion on depression, doctor?
1: (laughs) I was gonna... How many doors did you knock on? What was that experience like for you?
0: Yeah. Wait, did you split the internet with somebody? <laughs> no,
1: no one would do the deal with me. So
0: <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> no, but How? did
1: you knock on a lot of doors? Just the ones I have some I experience were... with this, and I'm just wondering <laughs> experience... what it was like for you.
0: Okay, so you knock on your neighbor's doors, yeah. yeah.
2: I, no, I, I don't know. I just, I thought that would have been like a doable thing just to knock on somebody, you know, like just the houses that were within range that I thought maybe it would be worth my time to split internet with. Was this
1: like a, a one day thing or was it yeah. like a multi-day yeah. event? It's like like I had a little bit thing.
2: of time. It's like, man, now would be a great time to like not get screwed over on an expensive internet bill.
1: <laughs> and did people, were people generally receptive of your knocking on their doors as a stranger?
2: that's the yes and no
1: part i (laughs) see where this is going do you have like a generally like unusual reaction when you you know any weird experiences no
0: what's up with gary
1: yeah sounds like you made a friend
0: yeah
2: Yeah, gary's awesome
0: so what's awesome about gary uh do you hang out with gary oh
2: hell yeah gary's awesome what do you guys do we like we kind of like talk about the universe and garden Basically.
0: Oh. Is he older? Yeah. Like. He's like. God, old enough he... to be our parents. Oh age? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. He's got like a wizard's beard.
0: <laughs> I. Are we going to meet Gary? Yeah. He's going to play wizard?
2: Scrabble with us. I think that's tomorrow, plan, Right? Like that's.
0: Okay. So I Jesse. Like you kept. You're, you're hinting at something. I know.
1: Well I have some experience knocking on doors.
0: Yeah. And go into that for us.
1: Well. My parents are Jehovah's Witnesses.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing at that immediately. Okay, okay. Looking at, very you, culturally I, sensitive looking at <laughs> you, can I? I just looking at you? Because okay, because you're Italian, right? I've never heard of an Italian Jehovah's Witness. Why? What? what do you mean? Why? I I, 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 don't I don't know. I associate it more. I don't. I don't know. Just with America
1: ahead. or not America. <laughs>
0: I don't know what I associate with. Anyway, Just so I was
1: on. I was raised a Jehovah's Witness, and, and where the- did you grow up? Massachusetts. What part? Though Western Massachusetts. Okay. Like Belchertown. Okay. Probably haven't heard of this next to Amherst. Okay. But as a Jehovah's Witness, you go knocking on doors. It's like a it's like a weekly thing, yeah. and you go ever since before you can walk. My mom would like take me door to door, and you like knock knock on someone's door. Hi, my name is Jesse, and I'm one of Jehovah's Witnesses, <laughs> and i would like, I'm talk sorry. to you about the Bible, or some other permutation herein. Right. Or sometimes you'd even like whip out a Bible and just read them a verse before they could slam the door on in front of you. <laughs> but,
0: so, and what, how old were you when your mom started taking you to do this?
1: Oh, when I was like, carryable out of the door. My mom, like, okay. It's harder to say no to somebody when they're knocking on your door with
0: a baby. Right. Okay. I don't know if you've ever had someone so coming to your <laughs> door with a baby, but <laughs> so when you were growing up, I mean, I mean, you were definitely like into all of this stuff, right?
1: Yeah, it's like a requirement. It, it I mean, you if you never know anything else, it. right? Like,
0: yeah. right. You're, it's basically yeah. like.
1: Also, I was homeschooled, so it made me. Even oh more boy. kind of Like, yeah.
0: What was that like socially for you? Isolating. Well,
1: I mean, if you don't know anything else, it's hard to really draw a comparison. But when I went to college, my social reintegration into society society took me about five years. (laughs) Five years.
0: Five years. Um, Wait, how do you identify now spiritually? Do you have any sort of spiritual beliefs?
1: I would probably say I'm Christian, but I don't Mm -hmm. really go or do anything to any effect.
0: (laughs) That's fine. I I mean, you don't need to. You're, every, I think spirituality is, like, super private anyway, you know? What's your thought on that? You can just chime in at any time. Uh, just need, like, it's viral. so funny, like, how how shy you are with a microphone, but you'll speak always without one. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: You're right. So yeah but okay yeah why did you have so what happened to prompt the ending of the jehovah's witness thing wait are your parents currently still jehovah's witnesses yes okay so so what what happened with you leaving it and all that stuff
1: well when you're a jehovah's witness (laughs) i don't think this is funny
0: no just the way you're saying it is really (laughs) funny gotcha if people could see this guy like he has a great face for storytelling
1: (laughs) well when you're a jehovah's witness the goal is to go and preach the good word of the lord right the goal is not to do anything else so you're supposed to find a job that you can do for a couple days a week and then go knock on doors for the rest of the week that's like the goal um, but that wasn't my goal. I wanted to go to medical school and that was that's frowned upon because you kind of have to devote a significant portion of your life to be able to do that. So that wasn't really compatible
0: mm-hmm. with
1: the religion. So I kind of just said, I'll see you later and moved to college.
0: When, when you were 18?
1: <laughs> no. First, I went to nursing school because when you're a nurse, you can create your own schedule. You can work full time and have it only be three days a week. And then I kind of decided I wanted to operate on people, so that's when I went back, and that was probably when I was, like, 20. Oh,
0: I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you were talking earlier a little bit about um, how old you were when your parents gave you the sex talk?
1: Well, you're kind of... This may may or may not surprise you, but I was a little bit sheltered (laughs) for for various reasons.
0: Well, you were homeschooled, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And so the birds and the bees talk didn't happen until about 19 years
0: and what was it though mine was very strange it was one sentence but sure you're
1: really what was what what was the one sentence The one sentence is it really it's probably capturable in one sentence
0: (laughs) (laughs) no my mom okay the one thing my mom ever said to me and my sister was nothing goes in there until you're married
1: oh mine was more like wear a condom
0: Oh, there was zero acknowledgement of uh the word "condom" I don't think was ever mentioned in my household.
1: The thing is like when we had mine, I had already had like a year and a half of anatomy class, so I was pretty familiar with how that worked. hmm okay, but what do you so do? so I mean you would say it you was were, awkward you
0: were you a late bloomer for that stuff? yeah, okay
1: i mean it probably doesn't surprise you but
0: i've said on the podcast i lost my virginity a month before my 21st birthday yeah that's kind of late
1: jehovah's witnesses are pretty (laughs) conservative
0: wait how old were you you can say
1: 19
0: oh 19 get the hell out of here that's that's normal that's normal Mm -hmm. what about you did your mom give you a sex talk aaron we're all familiar friend of the show uh deborah aaron's mom i'm sure we
2: had one in there
0: (laughs) you're sure but you know your mom is very like um she actually says words you know i'm like she's a great mom like my parents were super um they never wanted to like really say anything about anything they're just very like uh, what is the word
1: prude well
0: not prude i don't know shy Just unable to really discuss anything of importance. Is there a word for that?
2: Unavailable?
0: (laughs) Well, they were definitely unavailable. Like I felt zero emotional attachment to my parents for many years. Um, If my therapist is listening, we need to speak about that in our next session. Um, Hi, Shannon. Anyway, so... (laughs) yeah no yeah my sex talk was just like nothing goes in there until you're married and it really didn't work out because like i've never been married obviously and things have gone in there and like tampons (laughs) yeah and you know
1: oh evan
0: (laughs) what nothing oh evan hey evan if you're listening i i hooked up with a guy named evan last night that's a good name you know, as far as men's names. Anyhow, <laughs> what is that face you're making? Nobody can see faces on podcasts. I'm just,
2: I'm just giggling. I'm just listening to you. Have to, to put this story. close to your mouth. There, I know. I always suck at that.
0: Yeah. So no sex talk. I'm sure your mom just said everything because that's the type of woman she is. Yeah. You know, and that's good. That's how you, people should be. You know, most people are trash. So. I'm not saying my parents are trash. Well, my dad is. He's a big trash bag, so. My dad is an expatriate living in Thailand.
1: Thailand, huh?
0: Yeah. Have you been? No. <laughs> have you ever been to Asia? Where have you traveled to?
1: Iceland, Switzerland, and New Zealand. That's it? All land. hmm I went to Amsterdam once. You're
0: pretty well-traveled, Aaron, aren't you? So where have you tell us where you've been? What are some places?
2: Oh um, God um, over there I've been to I've been to Japan and I've seen a little bit of China but not a lot. I would love to go to Thailand. I've not gone there. Most of my travels have been like more European. I've seen like Egypt. I've seen oh, that's
0: right yeah you were in Egypt yeah. Yeah. We talked did we talk about the on that on your previous appearance? More than likely. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like one of my favorite topics.
0: Oh right. Any thoughts on Egypt currently? Uh uh not safe it's not a safe place. Well, uh, oh like
2: they're currently?
0: Mhm.
3: Oh
2: God! Like,
0: uh, or ever wasn't? <laughs> no, there know. were there
2: were far better times back in the ancient times. But no, those times are we we could stand to learn a thing or two about those times. That's why I can't help but look into them. Like I, I can't I'm I'm fascinated by the fact. Of course, I'm sure many people are that that they use like the exact same like in the Zeptepi in the first time the exact same reed boat technology as they have in the Altiplano. Like what is that doing there? Like in why? the what? It, like there's a, there's a high rectangular, like flat plain where there was like ancient lake beds, mm-hmm. like Titicaca, highest lake in the world in Peru or is right. it Bolivia. Sorry. It might be, it's like right on the border. They're pretty close. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's the same. Like literally back in the ancient times of Africa, like the Sahara wasn't a desert. It was actually like a swamp. Oh. So like, it's interesting. They have the term called the, the netter, which they're referring to like the, the animals that they like. Saw everywhere, you know. If you're just out in Africa, like, dun, 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 you know, like looking around, you're like, oh, lion, you know, hippo, yeah. like deer, like you know, like, and, and so that's how they described things. You know what I mean? You're trying to like describe characters. They don't have words and shit yet. You know, they're like, oh, look, look that. You know what I mean? Like, if you behave like that, we mm-hmm. describe as that type deal. So like, um, in that time, like they like because it was all swampy, they lived on like floating islands. Like reed made floating oh. islands with eye, these brilliant, like the world's first eye beam structures out of like reeds. And it's, it's interesting. And like they reed boats, like there wasn't a plethora of wood, but there was a plethora of reeds mm-hmm. so They used what they had. You know what I mean? The navigable waterways, they had to eat fish. And so it's the exact same technology in the Egyptian plateau as it is on like the highest lake in the world. And it's like on the opposite side of the world. And there's this, the Thor hired all proof that like you could take reed boats and easily sail the ocean with them, which makes total sense. They're like, Catamarans, self-draining. They've got all the most advanced features of the best boats we have today, Slot. made out of friggin' <laughs> reeds. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I I'm looking for Atlantis. I can't help it. It's it's a it's fun topic. It's like the ultimate treasure chest.
0: You can chime in whenever you want, Jesse. I
1: don't know shit about geography. So <laughs> I'm just letting him do his thing. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Yeah. One of the things about being homeschooled is you get to take the classes that you want. Geo- <laughs> Geogra- geography wait did
0: they just teach you like what they think is correct
1: no my like ma- was
0: there anything they taught you that like was wrong that you later was like oh no this wasn't right
1: no my mom oh, okay. actually taught us but like like all the way up till eighth grade but ninth grade wait, how
0: many siblings do you have,
1: I okay, have one okay you, younger sister you have
0: a sister right mm-hmm.
1: But then like the high school part, you do through like this organized situation and you kind of get to pick which classes you want and geography was not one of them for me. Right. So I don't know where Atlantis is. <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I like that
2: wrap up though. It was good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you mentioned you have a, a sister. Are you close with her?
1: No.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you said that so abruptly
1: well i've been asked that question before
0: okay on a podcast
1: no by jenna
0: oh okay but okay so what exactly what's the situation there well
1: she's my sister <laughs> and we're not close
0: Oh, okay i mean but
1: we are brother and sister i love her she's great but she's very different from me
0: and why is, why is that
1: I don't know. I can't really describe it.
0: <laughs> you were saying something really funny earlier. The do you want to talk about that? Because um, you you are dating my friend Jenna, she... and Jenna is an amazing prize of a woman. Okay, don't fuck it up. And because <laughs> she she met your parents, right? Yes. And your dad said something very quotable. And tell tell listeners about your father because you're very interesting what you were saying about him earlier
1: my father is 87 years old
0: (laughs) just the way you say it is so funny okay go on and what is he like
1: so he is a war veteran from the korean war (laughs) he's a gi yeah he is northern italian Mm -hmm. and comes with all of the prejudices that you might wonder be associated with someone of that generation in that particular war and he is now 87 and i think that when you get to be that age you just get to do and say whatever you want without
0: (laughs) without repercussion
1: with pretty much impunity right and so
0: (laughs) yeah i can see that
1: yeah i mean it's it's fine i think that once you've lived past the normal life expectancy it's all gravy after that right <laughs>
0: i mean what is he what is he say and do that's like questionable
1: <laughs> um I, well the last time we were out to eat together he took his dentures out and washed them in the glass of water that was Jesus. given to us yeah i don't know for drinking my, my mom was my mom was horrified <laughs> my sister was yelling at him too and i was just like just let the man do whatever he wants
0: <laughs> what are
1: they gonna do to us
0: my dad has dentures also yeah he's younger though
1: younger than 87
0: yeah he was a vietnam veteran
1: oh that was an important war too <laughs> yeah. it was
0: one of that well technically a conflict yeah so
1: it was a bad situation
0: yeah but what did your what did your father say about jenna again
1: he asked he what did he say it was um
0: i wasn't sure
1: oh i wasn't sure what you were going to drag home today or something (laughs) like that (laughs) implying as if i bring random women home on a regular basis which is not true that's not true yeah
0: right and but, oh, but my
1: sister brings much more precarious people through the door <laughs> than I do.
0: Yeah. So, what's an example of somebody she's you know brought home?
1: We found. I think. I mean, there's been a number of examples. I think probably one representative example might be when she met someone on the uh, common area of the town, and it turned out that he lived there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he subsequently lived in our basement for three weeks right my father eventually at the tolerant man that he was determined that this was no longer allowable and said that he can't live with us anymore and my sister was upset and moved into her car with him <laughs> came back about a month later but
0: so the guy was homeless
1: yes Yes, that is the case.
0: I I still cannot <laughs> believe that she moved into a guy's car. No, was was car. it was I her was car. It was her car. <laughs> her. I mean, he didn't
1: have a car. He was homeless. <laughs> let's be real. Also, the car was a Mustang convertible, so it wasn't really like <laughs> that, it wasn't like was a Range so Rover or
0: something. Funny. Oh my god! But <laughs> you can't make that up. Do you have thoughts on that?
2: It's like the worst possible car to move into
1: i know
0: well like, it has that <laughs> did it have like that soft top yeah <laughs> Can you
1: imagine so, a soft top like, convertible I know, in new like, england
0: <laughs> no the
1: canvas doesn't last very long
0: was it in oh, winter which was living with him in the car
1: i can't imagine it was but i don't know i don't remember Crazy. it was an ill of situation. situation
0: the things the things like, we do for love guys. story
2: even more now that i know the car i know that sounds ridiculous it's just like
1: the thing about this car was she purchased this it, one it was a six-cylinder silver mustang and she got it as like you know when like the rental car companies sell their yeah. cars yeah 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 and you're like don't buy those cars because people beat the crowd. Oh, yeah. out of them. Oh, yeah. People
0: drive rentals and, like, fucking trash them. Like, they're right. speeding. Well, they're that's going what you do bumps, in a rental cr- yeah, and that's exactly. what you do
1: in a lease because you're giving it back at the end. Right. But right. <laughs> well, she bought
0: them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, anyway.
0: Yeah. It is what it is. And you don't really know what she's up to currently.
1: She lives with my parents still.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, what does she do for work? What does she do for work?
1: Oh, she... There's no work. She doesn't work. (laughs) She's actually taking classes at a community college. She's doing okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So overall, though, was your childhood sufficient for you?
1: Yeah, well, no, it was great.
0: Do you feel like you're well-adjusted as a person?
1: I don't know. You tell me (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think so. I think you're, you know, you Wait, so hold on. So do you? You're in a residency right now. So do you? Do you operate on people currently? Like, how does that work? I don't know anything about.
1: Yeah, well, I surgery mean, or being when a you're surgeon. like when you're in residency, then there are surgeons that you train f- with that do the operations, and you kind of like Shadow help them, them and learn out, from them, them and stuff like that. So most operations are hard to do with two hands so you kind of do whatever they need you to do
0: right so um what's like the most complicated surgery that you've helped with or
1: i don't know that's a tough question
0: (laughs) well what's an example of something that's like difficult i don't know i I really want to know about this
1: Well, so when people smoke too much or do other stuff that they're not supposed to do, their aorta, which is the main artery in their belly, starts to kind of like dilate. And if it gets too big, then it can burst. And if it bursts, then the likelihood that you die is very, very high. Is
0: that an aortic dissection?
1: Um, It's like an aortic aneurysm. An aortic dissection would be another example of a big problem.
0: Well, yeah, I think most people Mm -hmm. die from that, right? That's what John Ritter died from.
1: That's true. But most <laughs> people don't. All or I, I, I must say I don't know if that's true because I don't know who that is. But
0: he was on three's company.
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> they
0: didn't have the because um, you're, you know,
1: sorry, not cultured, <laughs> but most people don't die from aortic dissections, which is good
0: but, but in, aortic... Fix them.
1: in aortic aneurysms where they where the aorta gets like larger mm-hmm. you would open up someone's belly and replace it and they aor- replace
0: it with what
1: uh like a woven polyester graft the aorta is hard to get to though because it's important all the important stuff is hard to get to <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like yeah. a recurring
1: theme right like Right. All the important stuff in your heart's hard to get, and your body's hard to get to, right? Like your heart has like this. So anyway.
0: you're opening up all these like multiple layers of
1: There are layers, yes. Stuff. So you would make an incision in their belly from like below their belly button to like their chest. And then you would go down and move all the guts out of the way and then get to the aorta and then you would. You
0: move, pause for a second. That, the way you just said that so casually, did you hear that? I mean, he does what he's doing. You just move the guts out of the way. Go into that. <laughs> like what is? Like you just with your hands?
1: Well, you're sterile, <laughs> right? like you put on the, you put on the glove. I the know
0: that, like that, but like, what but is that You just move it like? off. You
1: move it out of the way. Jesus. Well, it's, it's just it's.
0: Is there a smell? Go into that.
1: There's <laughs> not a smell. There's
0: no, no. smell. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Why? That doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, you're not like going into the bowels or anything like that. Oh. Then there's a smell, but you just kind of push everything out of the way. And then you go to the aorta and you clamp it above and you, how, below, what, and what you is on the top of it? In.
0: What organs are on top of the aorta?
1: Well, so if you imagine your aorta is basically right next, like right next to your spine. Okay. And so any, everything that you know, that's in your belly, that's, Between your belly button and your spine is in the way. Okay. Right? So all of your bowels are in the way.
2: Do you have a guy or a a person that that, that specifically holds the guts while one person does the work?
1: No, you have like retractors that you connect to the table and stuff. Oh, man. Or you can take the guts out and put them in a bag and then put them back in afterwards. What the fuck? Usually you don't do that.
0: (laughs) That's crazy.
1: All that stuff is normal. It's all in the book.
0: So what's the most fucked up thing you've mm. seen?
1: I don't want to talk about weird stuff like that, yeah.
0: <laughs> Why? It's too much.
1: Yeah, it's too much. We can talk about that offline.
0: Okay, okay, what okay, give me something middle range that's that you're comfortable talking about. something interesting that you've done recently that was you know have you ever had surgery by the way have you had a surgery ever in
1: your life oh no i don't want surgery ever
0: okay <laughs> are you being facetious no i've had multiple surgeries i would
1: avoid, i mean if you can generally avoid operations then you should avoid them
0: oh well yeah no i agree but i had so what have i had i'll tell you so i had like a, a growth on my neck removed mm-hmm. when i was like five it was like a like a bump it was just like a I don't know. And then I had I had knee surgery when I was fourteen.
3: What did
2: you get your knee surgery for?
0: Well I had a uh I dislocated my knee and I mm. chipped my meniscus and tore my ACL.
1: How did you do that?
0: <sighs> well <laughs> I hope you were dancing. No, oh. I wasn't. Um I will okay. I'll I'll tell you guys, okay? Then this is a secret between us and the people who listen to the podcast. <laughs> but um no i i literally the first time i ever well i mo- there were multiple times where i hurt my knee mm. and one time yes it was dancing and then the other time i was literally just turning around <laughs> is that funny to you
1: no that's a that happens sometimes
0: that happens
1: i have a friend who like tore his yeah quad really bad walking <laughs>
0: Are you serious? Just like <laughs> what? Like walking on a flat surface?
1: I think it was walking downhill, but it was unexpected.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's crazy. Have you ever had any injuries from just nor- doing something normal? No? I mean. Don't I, get smug with me. Because <laughs> we've all been there. You I've know. had any surgery. Oh, you did? When? How old were you?
2: Oh, 17.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was 14.
2: Yeah. I went flying down a hill when I was skiing. Oh. That did it.
0: Did you tear anything?
2: No, actually. Uh, 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 my leg, like, uh, socket dislocated. Ugh! And then, like.
0: Re- Been there, done that.
2: <laughs> but didn't tear yeah. anything. And then it relocated and snapped back into place.
0: Right, uh, yeah, I've done that. Then why did you need
1: surgery?
2: Because there's a piece of bone fragment that shattered off when it knocked itself loose. Oh. Uh. So, yeah, they just drilled holes in the bone, and apparently it's regrown.
0: I actually re injured my knee last summer, so I've I've been doing uh, therapy for it, so.
1: That stinks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and then what's the other surgery I've had? I had my tonsils out. That's, like, pretty simple, right? No?
1: There's some important stuff in the back of your throat that can be messed up
0: right no exactly because i think as you get older there's more of a risk of bleeding right with the tonsils well
1: there's big arteries back there right so the tonsils are right on top of the
0: have you done a tonsil removal surgery
1: oh no no no. (laughs) nope. that those uh, ear nose and throat doctors do that
0: right so okay so that's a special a specialist type thing Mm -hmm. but yeah it is pretty important Mm -hmm. i do have to say ever since i got my tonsils out i don't get sick anymore really that's good which is crazy. I used to get colds, like, all the time. Not all the time, but, like, once every, like, three months, probably. Colds? Yeah. Hmm. What Are you judging me?
1: <laughs> no, norm, I wouldn't normally think of a cold as being caused by a tonsillar problem.
0: Oh, okay. So what I, what I had, so this was like in, um, what year was this? 2013. In early 2013, I started having, I had tonsillitis, right? So I got tonsillitis and I, I was having like these, um, this like, ugh, this is so gross, you guys, but I would like, you know, I looked at my tonsils in the mirror and I had all this like white sort of like pussy stuff.
1: Pussy. Oh. <laughs> How do you spell that? I think the word you were looking for is purulent. But, but continue. It was
0: purulent. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So there, <laughs> there was a lot of pus on my tonsils. Well, that's
1: like a classic thing in medicine when someone uses the word pussy.
0: So pussy isn't a word? No. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Look. Sorry, we, like, I'm sorry I'm not a doctor. Okay, so, anyway, I had tonsillitis. I go to the doctor. Well, okay, so I was on vacation in Los Angeles and I go to an urgent care. And this Persian doctor, he looks at my throat and he just goes, this is what he says. He goes, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he, <laughs> and he gives me antibiotics. I'm on antibiotics. And, and, and it, it goes away for a little bit And then it comes back again like full force And it's it was like And quite honestly this was the sickest I ever felt It was worse than any cold I ever had I was fatigued all the time I had a constant sore throat And just kept going Then I saw an ENT And he was like okay I'll give you more antibiotics And if it doesn't clear up Then you come back and we'll try a different antibiotic So he kept wanting me to come back And come back and come back And trying the antibiotics Which were like so way too strong and were making me sick in themselves, you know. And then finally after like five... No, I was sick for like six or seven months before he finally said, I'll take them out. So I had recurring tonsillitis, which was so awful. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend getting this illness, but <laughs> it was awful. But ever since then, ever since I've had my tonsils out, I felt pretty good. That's good. So... No thoughts on that?
1: No, it's hard to know. Sometimes it's just a (laughs) sore throat with, like, it sounds like you had a bacterial infection or mono. Sometimes that can last for a really long time. It wasn't
0: mono. They gave me a test for that.
1: Oh, no. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. They they tested me for everything. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) So, Mm. yeah. Are you in pretty good health, Jesse? I think so. Oh, oh, okay. Jesse's going to take a break. So Aaron, you are the, uh, the father of a, of a, a baby. <laughs> you can speak.
2: I am the father.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you have a, a baby. How old is she?
2: Eight months now.
0: Eight months. Okay. So what has that been like? Do you, do you like it?
2: Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, it's hard. Are you scared? S- I thought I was going to be a lot more scared. <laughs> oh. Actually, I did. I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know if I'm going to be able to deal with this." And then, like, when I got into, it, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is like not as bad as I thought it was going to be." It's it's just creepy going into it. Not as. Scary it's still either. hard. Like I don't know what I'm, I'm doing with my mom ways right now, but it's yeah. it's good.
0: Is she? Does she scream a lot? A lot of babies scream in the middle of the night. <laughs>
2: So I know this sounds weird, but like, e- even though some days like it can be a little headache inducing, like I- I'm like kind of like secretly always okay with her screaming, just not other people. They're not allowed to scream. Right. So how that works.
0: Mm hmm. Um, wait, do you want another kid? Um, <sighs>
2: maybe i mean it, like
0: kind of like two would be good and all but like well, it, what do you think's um, the hardest part about being a father or a parent in general it's only been 8 months so you know you could you could say anything i guess I,
2: I mean it's it's a change going from there's a you to there's not a you which is kind of how that was oh you for mean sort of
0: like uh, resigning yourself to being responsible for somebody else
2: yeah and there goes
0: yeah i feel like i feel like if i have a kid it'll definitely make me i've always heard this from people that it just makes you like less selfish do you think it it does that
2: yeah i mean yeah like you get you get you want to be a parent or not that's the choice right so
0: I want kids. I want to name my kids after minor Shakespearean characters. (laughs) Mercutio is a name that I like. It's a good name. What do you think? Romeo's best friend. Othello. What do you think about that? Is it too much?
2: What was the other one? Othello. Othello.
0: Tybalt. (laughs) If I have a kid named Tybalt, would you still be friends with me? Yeah. Oh, thank you. What do you think, Jesse? Should I name, should I name one of my kids after a Shakespearean character?
1: I think you should do whatever you want.
0: Wow. I love the agreeableness of the <laughs> this podcast.
1: Othello, that was a, that's a board game, right?
0: What? No, it's a, I'm pretty
1: it's, sure it's a board game. Oh, oh
0: you, is it?
1: Yeah. Google it. There's black. Things and white things. <laughs> what? It's like a um. There's it's like black a thing. things and white things. Othello, mm-hmm. just
0: like in the play. <laughs> so,
1: I'm pretty sure. I mean,
0: that's what the play is basically about. Is about you know some racial tension.
1: Uh, we didn't have Shakespearean things in homeschooling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you weren't allowed to read Shakespeare in homeschool. I w-
1: didn't. I wouldn't say wasn't allowed. I just would just say didn't.
0: Oh, did you ever read it? No. So you've never read any Shakespeare? No. <laughs> oh, it is a board game. I told you so. <laughs> Othello, classic board game. I don't
1: game. know a lot of things, but the things that I know, I know.
0: <laughs> kind of mm. looks like Go. It's also, okay, uh, okay re- it's, it's basically a game called Reversi. And it says Reversi was marketed by Mattel under the trademark Othello. Hmm. I don't know what this game is. An uncheckered board with discs. Anyway, we don't have time to talk about that. <laughs> Wait, what's your favorite board game, Jesse? Chess. Chess.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it?
0: <sighs> yeah, I don't play it. I've never played it. Oh. Isn't that sad?
1: No, it can be very frustrating.
0: <laughs> what's your favorite board game, Aaron, or game in general? Mm. We've played so many games together. Yeah mine is my favorite is balderdash i'd have to say
2: it's a good game yeah i've uh i'd say like the game i wish i could play but nobody ever wants to play as diplomacy right now i still like what i was like, diplomacy oh, diplomacy's fun is,
0: never it, heard like, of is it. it like settlers of Catan?
2: no so like the whole gig is well i mean yeah like okay like so take you know how like uh, what is it um risk it's dice based sure. you know like ends up like, that, like dungeons and hit.
1: dragons Huh? Like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Dice-based. (laughs) Dice-based. Got it.
2: So, like, in this game, there's just a map of Europe. It's just a paper map. And so, like, basically, you know what country you are. And when it's everyone's turn to move, you all do it at the same time. And so a turn is, like, you take a break and you go talk to anybody you want. Like, I'd talk to you if you're England and I'm, like, Germany. Like, hey, England, let's agree to completely destroy France on this next move with your navy and my army. Right? But what you do is at the end, when everybody's ready, you all have your turn orders submitted on a piece of paper. And then one game master reads all the turn orders simultaneously. So everybody just moves, essentially. And so then you get to find out who really is your friend and who really is your foe. So the entire game is just kibitzing. The map is – but no one wants to play it because – they think it's too hard to play. It takes too long to set up. And when the game only lasts three turns, every turn, every game you play it anyway. Because by game three, it's round three, it's completely like yeah, baked into the pudding who won. Interesting. Yeah. Is you it could,
0: interesting? <laughs> I don't know. You would like it. No, I wouldn't. Oh. Stop. I hate, I hate Soldiers of Catan. I don't need to play that ever again. Do you play that, Jesse?
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Thank God. Mm-mm. Thank God for you.
1: Settlers of Catan.
0: You're so lucky you don't know what that it is. Sounds like a video game. And ha- there, there's ore. <laughs> what ore? are the things? So you have to. It's basically you have to earn.
1: What ore do they have in Catan?
2: <laughs> the metal kind. What are
0: no? What are the things that you can have on um, in Settlers? The possessions. Ore. Wheat. Wheat, wood, sheep, wood, brick. Sheep and brick.
1: So no ore.
0: No, there is <laughs> we ore. Do have ore
1: what type of ore?
0: It,
2: it's just <laughs> in this game it's, it's just
1: a generic, generic unnamed ore. metal.
2: Better than brick, better than wood, better than sheep. It's ore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Wow. You know, Jesse, I was I judged you earlier.
1: Oh, really? Good.
0: Yeah, because you quoted a woman who... T-Swift. I We don't say her name on this podcast. I
1: didn't say her name.
0: T. That's one of her nicknames. Mm-hmm. And that's somebody we do not mention by name on this podcast. If you say her name three times, she'll come and cut off your head. So I, <laughs> anyway, are you a Taylor Swift fan?
1: I enjoy current pop music that's all i'll say
0: is that really your taste in music what else do you listen to i
1: enjoy lots of musics
0: okay but, but i enjoy
1: that's... current pop music <laughs> i enjoy current alternative music i enjoy really? older rock music
0: okay classic rock
1: yeah i would say my favorite um yeah what's your favorite classic non-current rock? band is the who okay and my favorite current band is imagine dragons or foster the people
0: Foster the people. Wow. Somebody went to high school with plays in their band. That's cool. I guess.
1: But I do enjoy Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. And you Is know what I heard on the radio the other day? <laughs> Mbop by Hanson. Yeah. Brought me back 21 years. It was
0: Mm-bop, great. ba do ba da do. Ba do ba da
1: I know. I blasted it through the center of town. It was great. I didn't regret it at all.
0: You know, they weren't too bad musically, honestly. It was also
1: 5.30 in the morning.
0: Yeah. Do you (laughs) play any instruments? You play guitar, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can can speak into Yeah. I play guitar. Do you play currently ever? A little bit. What do you like to play? I just like to, like,
2: play just, like, you know, like, you hear, like, little tunes, like, some little blues here, like, some, like, um, you know,
0: just whatever. Just a regular John Mayer over there. No. Uh no.
2: I don't. I don't play that well. I just know like some basic chords. Friend of the
0: podcast, John Mayer, who has touched me <laughs> on my shoulder. Uh, <laughs> the greatest good living guitarist. That's been a point of controversy on this podcast. I think the greatest living guitarist is John Mayer. Do you disagree?
2: I mean, living. I don't know. I can think of who I think were some of the greatest guitarists. Ever. Okay, who who do you think? I mean, Jimi Hendrix is amazing.
0: Obviously, very dead, very irrelevant. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he's great. Uh, Tommy
2: Emmanuel is amazing. Who's that? Oh man, he's boss. is he in a band? He's living. There you go. Greatest living guitarist might be Tommy
0: Emmanuel. What is he in a band? I don't know. I've never he, heard he, that name. He,
2: you just look him up. Like he's just this one lone guy. That's I'm going to really Google it. I keep. I also what say about Eric S- Santana. Santana
0: carlos santana mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. nobody's he's, ever brought him up
1: well he's a pretty good guitarist i'm not sure if you're familiar we,
0: we i am familiar what about more. eric clapton what do you think reasonable <laughs> okay
1: how about michael bolton <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, I thought
1: I <laughs> you know That's what this funny. made me think of was uh, the what? lonely island
0: <laughs> oh the lonely island, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lonely island. Yeah, they're great
1: <laughs> i know and michael bolton
0: <laughs> oh you know that song yeah. I apologize.
1: I'm generally I'm generally not. I'm pretty untalented as a person. So I appreciate these people.
0: Untalented at what? Artistically, you mean? No,
1: I don't play any. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. I don't play any instruments or do any arts.
0: Right. You're very science-minded. But you, you roller skates.
1: I have roller skated. What do you yes. mean you
0: have roller skates?
1: What? Like you have like old school
2: (laughs) quad wheeled roller skates? No,
1: no, no. I was one of the cool kids. I have roller blades. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. Well, when you're, see, when you're homeschooled, (laughs) there's not a lot of things that you get to do for social activity. So my family would, we would go roller skating two times a week. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Two times a week mm-hmm. to the roller rink. This is the how, roller rink.
1: This is how we got out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, so were you social four, with other children from there? Four, from four p.m. to six p.m. on <laughs> Wednesdays and Fridays, we would go roller skating. <laughs> we didn't That's talk to anyone. Time. So we right,
0: didn't. Are we are didn't like like talk an, to anybody because, because
1: when you're a Jehovah's Witness, you you're not to supposed to associate with people who are not jehovah's witnesses it's like a rule thing so we just roller skate in silence but this was also how we <laughs> also how we were able to hear some of the current music because we were also only alis- allowed to listen to oldies 103 <laughs> and so that was some of the first time i heard like current music mm-hmm. got to be around people my age
0: wow very sheltered. I had my sweet sixteen at a, a rolling a roller rink. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: That's exciting.
0: Skate City in Colorado Springs. Shout out to Skate City. Oh, I think they're still in business. What was the name of the roller rink you went to?
1: Interskate ninety
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> Interskate ninety one. Do you do you skate, Aaron? Did uh, you rollerblade? I had rollerblades. Yeah,
2: probably not as good as this guy. I was pretty good. And you're definitely better than me
0: can you skate backwards of course oh i'm sorry but i didn't know who i was speaking to
1: it's all you have to do is just stand there and push backwards it goes and you go backwards
0: thank you you can
1: totally do it trust me
0: <laughs> i haven't skated in a long time
1: mm, it'll come back it's like riding a bike
0: you think so mm-hmm. maybe i'll do it again and see Get some roller skates
1: I still have my roller blades When I was like eight, 18, 16 Somewhere around there I saved up a lot of money And bought my own And I still have them in my trunk 14 years later
0: Do you still wear the same size? Mm-hmm. Wow it My looks foot like had
1: fin- feet had finished growing I- when I was 18
0: <laughs> It looks like you're going to You're going to a roller rink soon Maybe I haven't Jenna. skated
1: in years, but we may have to go. <laughs> I'll probably just have to like hold her hand and skate around for balance
0: <laughs> What do you do for what do you do for leisure now? like what what do you like doing? Mm, when you're not moving guts around
1: <laughs> I watch TV and I exercise and Ow. that's really about it.
0: What type of, what's your favorite exercise?
1: I am a CrossFit athlete and I do that pretty Wait, regularly. Wait, is that how
0: you refer to it? hmm
1: That's how it is referred to. <laughs> okay. Not how I refer to it. Oh. <laughs> That's how it is referred to.
0: Okay. I'm scared of CrossFit even though I think I would like it.
1: Yeah. It's fun. I go probably for an average of two hours a day, six days a week.
0: Two hours a day, six days a week?
1: Mm-hmm. Probably, so do you think you're in pretty try. good shape? Uh I could be in better shape. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in better shape than I used to be.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you so you weren't you didn't do it for a while and you got into it?
1: Yeah, I started like a couple of years ago.
0: Oh, you started a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. To get in shape or what?
1: Well I was the I used to just go to the gym and run a couple a few like two or three miles and that was about it. And then I was bored with that. And so I want to try something new. And then I started this. And then it was really fun.
0: Yeah, CrossFit's interesting to me cuz like of all the things like do you ever like do like flipping tires and stuff like that?
1: You know, we have we have two large tires at my gym, but we never flip them. We've <laughs> never you, we've never done that. You've it's never just, used them? No.
0: They're just there. Mhm. Have you ever done CrossFit Erin? No. Oh. You know how people like kind of refer to CrossFit as like, you know, you know what i'm gonna say i don't know what
1: you're gonna say like a cult
0: yeah a little culty you don't think so
1: it's difficult to understand how much fun it is until you do it oh okay it's really awesome
0: well there it is folks crossfit is awesome (laughs) what do you do for exercise anything i'm going to pilates once a week right now i don't know i just walk a lot that's about it i walk a lot too i I walk on my lunch break
1: pilates is great it's all body weight exercises and flexibility yeah it's very important
0: yeah i enjoy it shout out to lisa my pilates instructor (laughs) if she's listening to the podcast but yeah so what what tv shows have you guys been watching lately
1: agents of shield (laughs) <laughs> nice. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I really like it.
0: On ABC? Yeah. I don't know what I think about that show. I've, I've, Have I've you se- watched it I've seen it a all? couple episodes. I, like, sometimes when I get home at night, I'll see that it's on, but I haven't really, like, watched it watched it.
1: It's a major time investment. There's four seasons and there's 20 episodes per season <laughs> and each episode is an hour. It took me, like, three weeks to binge watch and get caught up. But now it's pretty good. I also have been watch watch Westworld that just came out which is good. of the second season, right? Yeah, but Anthony Hopkins is dead, so it makes it not very good.
0: What did you just say? Was that a spoiler?
1: <laughs> he dies in the end of last season, which is like 6 months ago.
0: Oh, so if you've seen it then that shouldn't be a spoiler. Right. Yeah, I I have not watched Westworld at all. You? No. What are you currently watching anything?
2: Me personally, what am I currently watching? Yeah. Um, I'm not watching anything I, just, I watch documentaries and
0: Have, Did you watch something? Icarus? Icarus? No That's the That's the doping documentary The lands doping Why is it called Icarus? I don't know
1: That doesn't make any sense
0: <laughs> Why? What's What is an Icarus? Is that like An ancient right. thing?
1: Icar- ancient? You mean like Greek mythology?
0: Yeah yeah, he
1: died because he flew too close to the sun.
0: Oh, maybe that's why it's called that.
1: I don't. Know. Okay,
0: because it's about Lance Armstrong and his doping.
1: Oh, he flew too close to the sun and lost a testicle. <laughs> <laughs> Got it.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why it's called that. I, I looked it up, but who knows? He <laughs> won. He won the the academy award for best documentary
1: interesting did you see the well, documentary the Rats? When, when you make <laughs> when you make something about cancer it can't not win <laughs>
0: That's not true
1: what uh, yeah, you mean like
0: a, when somebody like acts in a movie and there's somebody they're in the movie they have cancer you think they always win an award that's not no true. no no
1: i'm just saying there's something there are some things that when you make a, either a movie or a documentary or a news special about them. That they are always going to be perceived very favorably. One I, of those things is cancer. <laughs> no one wants to not like cancer. <laughs> things. That I thing guess that's true. But you know what I mean,
0: right? That's true. What's your favorite doc currently? Recommend a doc for the audience. Documentary. Yeah.
2: Pyramid Code
0: pyramid code is yep. this more egypt stuff
2: well no they should that one's pretty digestible start
0: there but it's about egypt well i mean just like it
2: like they think that like some people went out there and carved a mountain for a good time and it, you know somehow it didn't take very long to make like why the hell would you do that huh i mean really i don't know this will look great in our backyard. What? Let's or, kill or you, mean,
1: a... you mean the pyramids? Yeah. Do you think that the pyramids occurred prior to God confusing the languages between men and that's why they were able to make them?
2: No, that's a real question.
0: What?
1: I can just you, got real.
0: Can you repeat that? Mm.
2: When do you think they made them?
1: I don't know. Well, so like, you know, in the Bible, right? In like the Pentateuch when God confused the languages. Mm-hmm. Well, if prior to that, that, if everybody spoke, can you imagine what life would be like if everybody in the world spoke the same language? Imagine so, the technological oh, advances yeah. that could no, happen. You're not wrong. Mm. Right? now, we're talking. And so now. perhaps we were smarter before than mm. we are now.
0: Does this wait? Does this relate to like the Tower of Babel? That's what he's talking about. Oh, okay. That's why the could languages you were confused. explain that to me? Because I don't really understand.
1: Well, so a long, long time ago. Everybody spoke the same language. Okay. And then people were like, we want to be able to build something to reach the heavens. And so they were building the tower of Babel and it was, they were like building and building and building. And then, you know, I haven't read the Bible in a while, but they were, they wanted to, they were like doing something that they weren't supposed to do. And so God confused the languages and then everybody spoke a whole bunch of different languages and suddenly they couldn't communicate and were no longer able to continue to build this thing. And so I was wondering, perhaps the pyramids were built before that time.
2: So here's the thing uh, with the pyramids.
0: Before a split into different languages. Well, the thing, what? Well, well, it doesn't, it, Go ahead. Uh, it. They can hear you in the background and nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> I just feel
2: like, well, okay, so I mean, it's a great question because, I mean, that's just a pyramid. And, like, the reason why it's it's, like, a big deal is because it begs that exact question. Why the hell would you go build a false mountain for a good time and, in the process, kill tons of people? Hey, you guys are going to go die because this shit's going to look great. You know what I mean? When they're everywhere. And so... Like, realistically, when we're talking about the Tower of Babel, the interesting concept that might be is, like, if you take a look at, like, why we have so many religious issues, you know what I mean? And thus disagreements with that that we have today, that they're everywhere, that bleeds... Whatever. That bleeds over to a lot of issues. But not the point. It's like, if you put them all together, they they start telling exactly the same story. I don't care if you want to take that story for its value or not, but... They're all, this, the, exactly as you're describing, they're all one little piece of the puzzle. So when you put them all together, you get the ancient religion, the, the actual history. You know, we, we were able to drop all the barriers and all the control pieces in there. And so maybe what we're really talking about, when we're talking about like the fall of the Tower of Babel, like the the aspect of us that was building too high to reach godhood.
0: Okay, so they wanted to build the tower to reach heaven, to reach God, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, why did God not want that to happen?
2: It might, it might be that the literally, if we're talking about just like the entire effort, all of the conglomerated effort of mankind being like a frequency spike, it's going to have to have an inverse pullback. It's just a natural order of existence being like God. If we're taking God realistically to be like an all pervasive aether energy field mm-hmm. that accounts for gravitational dynamics then we're potentially talking about the fact that such power is not meant to be achievable by a monkey-brained animal in so quick a period of time. So they quite easily destroyed themselves, and in the process, That's there a were lot only of words. <laughs> well, splinter cell human. What is that? Left. Well, so like if you have like if you have a great flood, okay. Then realistically, at the time period, I'm sure most people with their quite basic. Lifestyle, I mean, it's pretty advanced what it was, we're live in little huts on the water's edge, mm-hmm. little bit boats that go get their fish. You have a tidal wave of any kind, it wipes out half the population or enough of the population that now what's left of the people that were the mountain dwellers, they're not going to be communicating anytime soon with anybody else because, oh God, there was a great calamity, you know what I mean? Type mm-hmm. of deal. Libraries are gone. So they have to completely rebuild the history and the culture and the knowledge. And in so doing, they're going to develop little splinter cell cultures, like the Northwest Salish people up here, like the people of like, you know, South Africa, like the, you know, like the essentially, and there you go. There's your tower of Babel right there is the fact that they're not going to agree on shit. They've all got different origin stories. They've all got different cultures, languages. They look different racially, everything. Hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be a God. But what about like, what about like
0: the, the breaking apart of Pangea? Like, is that not, how this happened
2: so that's a great question and i that should be accounted for i think kind of in conjunction with the atlantean story with the fact you know where has it gone specifically like you know is it actually sunk is that like a a shifting of the earth's but crust it,
0: right but is that not i mean that's isn't that that's scientifically accurate right that, that it can move no that the continents were all at one point fused together no
2: so, the general understanding that I have is that the Earth's crust works a lot like skin. Okay. So, it, it actually. Yeah, I you I don't, watch out for cat. Sorry.
0: So, Sorry. the the Earth's crust is like skin. Yeah.
2: So, when it gets cut, it has to scab up and heal over and stuff like that. And so, like, literally, you could think of oh. almost like lava as like blood. And so, it, it's, it's interesting. I think if you look at, like, the. I'm going to get this right. I want to say it's the. The Pacific, there's like that huge ridge that runs through it where it looks like a newly, it's like a newly healing scar at the bottom of the ocean. You can tell that it's a lot newer seabed than it is on the Atlantic on the other side of the world. Like it's expanding to close itself the earth like to heal. Mm. There might, there might've been like a a questionable time period. Realistically, we're talking about like some very large astral body might've struck the earth taking like, interestingly, if you take a look at our solar system, we're dealing with all these really perfectly formed planets, except for the meteor belt, all this chunk of shit rock out there. And so like, there's a possibility that something hit the earth Tiamat at the time, splintered off a chunk of it. And that's why you see all this debris. And then it had to reclose and heal. And like the atmosphere would have been, what, some 40% denser or maybe more? I'm not exactly sure. Such that, like, you're looking at... a lot. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it goes on and on. Well,
0: I'm on Wikipedia. I'm reading about uh, Pangea. And here's something interesting. So, it's because it's considered a supercontinent. And this is what it says. It says, uh, The forming of supercontinents and their breaking up appears to have been slick, cyclical through Earth's history. And there may have been many others before Pangea the fourth to last supercontinent called Columbia or Nuna appears to have assembled in the period. I don't even know what time period this is. I'm going to click on it. It says 2.0 to 1.8. It says GA, which means a billion years ago. So 1.8 billion years ago. And it says Columbia or Nuna broke up in the next supercontinent, Rodinia formed from the accretion and assembly of its fragments. Rodinia lasted from about 1.1 billion years ago until about 750 million years ago, but its exact configuration and geodynamic history are not nearly as well understood as the later supercontinents of Pannotia and Pangaea. That just blew my mind. (laughs) Isn't that crazy?
3: Yeah.
0: First of all... Like, to me, I've talked about this before on the podcast. It, to me, it's so comforting that the earth has been here for so long mm-hmm. and it'll be here long after we're dead.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Does well,
0: that not comfort you in some way? Sure. I mean, <laughs> re- the question, like, I like well, feeling I like I'm just, you know, one speck of a whatever. Hmm. Whatever this is.
1: It's interesting that they said that. One of the supercontinents one billion years ago is not nearly as well understood as other ones from two billion years ago. How well understood do you think it can really be?
0: No, it said the second. It said the most recent ones are the most understood.
1: The most recent ones being seven hundred and fifty million years ago.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I'm sure,
1: our understanding is just great.
0: I I don't know how they even. How do they even research? Th- I, I don't understand. Precisely my point.
2: <laughs> well, we're still on a lot of them. I mean...
0: We're on... I mean, the, the land we're on is this stuff.
1: North America.
0: Right. All of it. Mm. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect that I could live for at least 300 years.
0: <laughs> so
1: 750 million years ago seems
0: reasonable. <laughs> Well, look, who knows? I mean, you're a man of science. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's just very interesting to think about. Um, should we talk about the last couple of things I want to talk about? I'm going to read you guys your birth cards. R- mm-hmm. R- what was that? I said, okay. <laughs> I said, okay. listen, do you have any other thoughts on the meaning of life? (laughs) Just just real quick, in a a couple minutes, what do you think is the meaning of life, Jesse?
1: Do unto others.
0: I like that. that, That's good. What about you?
2: Uh, I mean, I think you should figure out who you are and then go be that. Don't be hindered by anyone else who they are.
1: Know thyself.
2: Yeah. And be I happy love
0: how that. precise you are in the things you say. Mm. Know thyself. That's really good.
1: I didn't say it first.
0: Shocker. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. I mean, we've talked about the meaning of life on the podcast a little bit before. So, I mean, Jesse, here's your birth card, okay? So you are, you're the, uh, the six of clubs.
3: Hmm.
0: The card of higher purpose. I'm going to read it to you. Uh, This card is also known as the psychic card, and it is surprising to see how few of the people of these birth dates are aware of their gift. The Six of Clubs means responsibility to truth. These people must learn to find a system of truth that they can believe in and live their life by. Once attained, there is no limit to how much good these people can do in the world. Those who have not yet found their path can be the biggest worriers and procrastinators of all the cards in the deck. They have responsibility to maintain inner balance and peaceful communications with those in their lives. They often attain financial affluence and have inherent protection over their lives. Love is important to them. The women make good wives and mothers while the men are often dominated by a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Once they tap into their hidden reserves and their natural intuition is recognized, they find their lives guided and protected from the highest sources possible. Sounds good. <laughs> I mean, that's a good read. I like that's a good birth card. Hmm. Aaron, here's your birth card. The Ace of Clubs. I think somebody a prior guest had the Ace of Clubs, but I don't know who. Uh, the desire for knowledge card. <laughs> the desire for knowledge accompanied by the desire of love, the two of hearts karma card, are the main ruling influences for this card. Combine these together and you have a person who is a student of love as much as one who would find their ideal mate. This card is known for promiscuity, but this is only true until they find the person of their dreams. They would rather be with anyone than be alone, but will not give themselves fully until the right person comes along. Like all aces, they are impatient and restless. Their curiosity leads them to be avid students with immense libraries. They are very smart and can use their brains and creativity to generate ample funds. They can make money in things associated with the arts or groups of women. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Their later years will not be satisfactory. Unless they turn to spirituality for guidance. They are the divine discontent card, and they need travel and changes in life and their work to satisfy both their desire for knowledge and their inner restlessness. Wow. Mm. Do you think that kind of sounds like you? I think that sounds actually very much like you.
3: Yeah, there's you a lot of truth s- there.
0: Yeah, there is. Yeah. Destiny cards are pretty fun
1: kind of sounds like they're written to be very positive, no matter who. Like, I wonder what we would have said if you had read the ace for me and the six for him. I wonder if we would have agreed.
0: No, you wouldn't. Because... No, because this is accurate to your exact birth date.
1: I know. But if you had read the description and told us it was accurate, I bet we would have also been like...
0: "Hmm." Oh, you're one of those people who doubts... um, things like this
1: i'm not saying i doubt it oh i'm just saying i don't necessarily believe it
0: sure well i mean there's nothing really to believe
1: i think it's fun though
0: (laughs) well i mean mine i think is pretty accurate i can read mine to you guys hmm yeah hold on i'm pulling it up right now oh yeah ace of diamonds Mm. (sighs) hmm Okay, Uh, Ace of Diamonds, the card of desire for money and love. The inherent passion in this card can be expressed in a variety of ways, but it always seems difficult for them to have both money and love at the same time. Perhaps this is because there is not enough energy to acquire as much as they want of both. In any case, we find these people striving to attain one or both most of the time. They are often loners in spite of their desire for love contact. They can be impatient and mercenary, or they can be the greatest givers. These people are creative and capable of working two to three jobs at once. They meet new people every day, and much of their good fortune comes from these meetings. Romantically, they are often indecisive, or they attract others that have difficulty making decisions. They like to be away from their loved ones for periods of time. All of them are inclined to be psychic. If money or power does not take top priority in their lives, they can have lives of great satisfaction and accomplishment. Okay. So there we go. I think that was pretty on point, if you guys know me. Anyway, we have to get going. So you know, any last thoughts? Anything you need to say? Anything you want people a homework assignment? Yours was what documentary recommended again? The Pyramid Code. Okay. Anything you want people to look up or get into?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Yeah, I love it. Um. So yeah, thanks guys for being on. Thanks. And you know, good luck with you know being a surgeon, and you good luck with working at blamazon well thanks <laughs> okay um i'm uh, my dates are going to be put up on, on my website i'm going to be in uh colorado uh next month performing stand-up so look out for that okay bye